and uh, we got Aaron Councilman and the Union Revival performing over here tonight in a special event. So I don't know if you're looking, you and the uh, and the and the lovely wife are looking for something to do tonight. Keep it in mind, okay? The Baylor Club. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you for the hands up. Yeah. Yep. I'm. Uh, I know you like some live music. Now, if you, what's the last concert you went to, by the way? What's the? Uh, the think back oh. to the last time you actually paid money, and uh, or you were given tickets. Whatever. You're a very popular man about town, so sometimes people give you uh. things. What's the? What's the last concert you attended? Um, Anita Baker is the last concert that I attended. Whoa. It's been a, a couple of years ago for uh, my wife and I anniversary. I surprised her, so that's the, that's the last time. That's royalty right there. Where did you see Anita Baker? We actually flew to Baltimore. She was doing a tour. This was like maybe two years ago, two, three years ago. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great concert. Yeah, I've been seeing some of the places you take your wife. I think y'all had a big anniversary recently, and you basically yes. bought out the whole place. Either you either you went in there as a high roller or the place is struggling. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I, I, think we, I think we picked the right night. It's actually a popular restaurant, but we went during the weekday, and I looked around and seen no one was around, and I joked with her and said, look, I bought the place out for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, that was a nice looking. That was a nice looking place. Alvin Brooks the third joining us. Baylor associate uh, uh, men's basketball associate head coach and uh, and I, Alvin, this has been a uh, this has been an interesting off season. I, I we'll talk about this non conference schedule that has officially come out. But I, I haven't gotten to talk to you about that trip to Canada, the um, NBA uh, Global Jam. I think we called it. Man, I really enjoyed watching that, and I know. You, you had a lot of players missing and everything, but that had to be such a great opportunity. Brazil, Italy, Canada, I'm just trying to think of some of the teams that were involved, but y'all represented Team USA. And the broadcasters struggle with that because they, they didn't know whether to say Baylor or Team USA, and they kind of went back and forth, and you could tell they couldn't quite understand what they were supposed to do. But, Alvin, it seemed like y'all did really love the spirit of the of the competition and getting to represent uh your country how how cool a, an event was that and and do you think how important do you think that was as far as the bonding and the culture of this year's team uh, it was an unbelievable experience uh, first of all to represent the united states um is a i think a dream for a majority of us and so they're able to wear united states jerseys and united states polos that meant to a lot. That meant a lot to all of us, and you know we also represent Baylor University. And I think you know we we pride on our, we pride ourselves on trying to perform at the highest level to represent both. And it was a great trip. Um, obviously, you know we were playing against national teams, and you know a lot of them were grown men. I mean, it was the best from their their country. Yeah. And, you know we're so it was it was a great experience for us because we. We were able to see what the new guys are able to do faster than a lot of other programs because it wasn't, you know, a lot of times you go on foreign trips and the competition is not great. And so you beat teams by 15 or 20, mm-hmm. but you're really not getting battle tested. So it gave us an opportunity to be battle tested 
and to be able to go into the season with knowing what we need to work on. And it also gave us an opportunity to bond together. You know, we had time to, you know, enjoy each other, eat a lot of meals together. We had a lot of game day chapels. We had a lot of chapels. And we also had an opportunity to go drive, um, I don't know what you want to say, expensive cars. <laughs> but uh, we had a chance to drive expensive cars together and just to see different guys driving a, a Porsche, a Lamborghini, and just seeing them smile. I mean, that was a big deal for us. Yeah, I saw some of those pictures on social media. What was your, I don't know if you're a big car guy or not, but those were those were luxury cars and and some people collect those of course and that that really was i i joked on social media that i thought maybe y'all struck a new nil deal or something you know some of the <laughs> some of the ut like one of the running backs has a lamborghini deal down there in austin and uh in fact i think some of your players may want to look into that but did um, what was your favorite car to drive and is there is there like a dream car that you have um, I actually drove the uh, Lamborghini, I want to say. Um, I don't really have a dream car, but, you know, that was my first time. I was, you know, I'm not a fast driver, so I was a little nervous going into it, to be honest, um, just because I didn't know, you know, they were going to put us on the track, and we all had to go over 100 miles per hour. And, but I tell you, once I got in the car, it drove very, very, very smooth, and I didn't leave disappointed. So um, any one of those cars, if they, you know, if they end up in our driveway, then my wife will just she'll have to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was – I love those pictures. Talking to Alvin Brooks III, Baylor associate, head men's basketball coach, Keontae George got a ton of attention in those uh, games, and you all ended up playing for the uh, the title but scored a lot, impacted the game in a lot of different areas. Um, I, you know, you got to watch it with a freshman because you don't want to, you know, put too many expectations on them. But these days, you do see freshmen come in and have huge impacts immediately. Uh, Alvin, just from watching on TV, it certainly doesn't look like Keontae, like it, it's like it was too big for him. You said they were playing against grown men, and I think you're right very talented people who are either going to be professional or are professionals. Um, what did you come away? Is, is he even further along than you realized, or did you see about what you expected to see from Keontae? Um, I think, you know, obviously you always want to see how a player, you know, transition when they're going to play against older, older guys. But, you know, to Keontae's credit, I mean, he does what he does. I mean, he He's very, very good at scoring. I think he's a very underrated passer, and so he's very talented um, player. And so I think he was able to show that. And, I mean, it's something that he's kind of done his entire life. I just think people was wondering what would he do, you know, against older people. And, you know, I think he did a great job of showing what he's capable of doing. All right, and and then some of the other players, uh, Dantuan Grimes got a lot of uh, uh, run in that because you had several players out. Uh, I I thought he had some really good moments and 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 looked pretty solid. Uh, Jalen Bridges, you know, your transfer from West Virginia, um, you had several high profile 
um, transfers. You got the guy from uh, Brigham Young that's come in, loner, of course. What what did you make of the impact they've had, and just how is that going? Uh, I know it takes some time, and, and you all have a tough non-conference schedule that we'll talk about, but how are the transfers fitting in? Has this been pretty seamless uh, in terms of getting those guys uh, uh, indoctrinated and integrated into the uh, into the Baylor way? Yes, it's been um, unbelievable. First of all, they're all unbelievable kids, and so I think that that helps tremendously because they're unbelievable um, I should say young men. They're not kids, but <laughs> unbelievable young men. And um, they all come from great families. And they all really work hard. And one thing that they all have great spirits. Um, they all come to the gym with a smile. And they work extremely hard. And I think with that kind of mindset, that's not going to do anything but help us moving into the season. They all work hard. And when you work hard, as we've seen, hard work has definitely paid off for us as a program. Yeah, I, I just am. It, it's really fun to, to watch and to think about, you know, how this team's going to come together. And it's a good mix of some veterans. Now, I, I am curious, is um, Everyday John, uh, LJ Cryer, some of these players that um, that we're wondering, okay, when are they going to be totally themselves again Langston Love I know probably these different guys I just mentioned are on different timetables let's start with Langston a guy who uh, this around this time last year had that knee injury uh, against uh, Texas A&M in one of those uh, scrimmages is, is he is he back almost a hundred percent is he still just getting his confidence back where is uh, where is he because I know y'all were very excited about where his game was headed um, to be honest, um, our trainer Dave would know more about it than me when it comes to timetable wise. Yeah. But he is in the gym working out. He's in the gym, you know, getting better. So, um, he's, he is in the gym. Um, he's dunking again now. Wow. So he's, he's in a, in a, in a, in a place to where as a coach, you're happy to see. Yeah. And, you know, obviously as far as, when he's going to be back on the court at 100%. Um, I don't know that 100% myself, but I'm looking forward to it because he's definitely a great player. Well, he, he uh, we, even in that game, I think he was doing extremely well before he got hurt. Everyday John, Cryer, I mean, these are these are guys that, uh, uh, I, I guess what, I guess I will, I'll ask it this way because it is hard to put a timetable on these things, but the every, I mean, these guys are such emotional type leaders. I mean, John is just, I mean, people feed off him. So yes. you're, are, are, same thing for him. Is he dunking yet? Are y'all, is he, is he, obviously his injury happened well after Langston's. Is uh, everyday John seems like he was still, the last time I heard, was sort of taking some shots, um, you know, and, and, and really taking it slowly. Are you seeing him take some leaps? Um, yes, he's taking it slowly at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's, not, he's not like, he's not dunking yet, but okay. he's he's in the gym and he's he's doing what he's capable of doing. Yeah. yeah so he, well. he, he's dribbling, he's shooting, he, you know, he's working on his passing, he's working on the things 
to get better as a player, but um, he's not at the stage to where he's dunking yet. Yeah. These are tremendous uh, players, and, and boy, depending on when they get back, uh, it'll be interesting. And y'all, y'all learned last year. You had to adjust, and you became a different team. But with Sohan and, and uh, others stepping up, it, it uh, y'all were able to do it, and that's that's part of uh, each season is its own story. And last year's was pretty amazing. Now, non-conference schedule came out. Uh, some of this we knew about. You know, we had been reading about the uh, the November 18th that uh, uh, with Virginia, and then y'all may play Illinois or UCLA. Now, wouldn't that be fun, by the way, Alvin, if y'all uh, ran into old friend Matthew Meyer against Illinois? Would that be a fun thing or a bad thing? What do you, how would you, how would you think of something like that? No, nah, it would not be fun. I mean, we love Matt. <laughs> uh, we love Matt. You know, also Dane Danger is at Illinois yeah. as well. That's yeah. From uh, from our program, so we love we love both of those guys. So, you know, you never want to coach against or play against family. You know, they still family to us, and you know, obviously they they made a decision to do what they felt was best for them. But it wouldn't be fun. But it, obviously, if it did happen, then you know, that's something that we would have to face. Yeah, there's some really good challenges in this non-conference schedule. And then there's some, you know, areas where you'll have time to kind of ramp it up for the season. And, and of course, December 2nd, the matchup against Gonzaga that we've been talking about. And, you know, we wanted to have happen in the past, and it happened in that national title game, obviously. But the rematch, December 2nd, South Dakota. Now, we could find a lot warmer places in the country to go. Uh, I don't quite totally understand this although that seems to be a historic venue and so that'll be a lot of fun but when you think about the non-conference Alvin I guess there's no other team you could find in college basketball that would be a better challenge and, and, and give you a better barometer of where you are than playing a Mark Few Gonzaga team uh, in early December is that accurate? Yes Yes, I mean, you know, we're in the Big 12, and the last 10, 11 years, Big 12 has been the top two, uh, most of the time, number one conference in the country. And so in order to get ready for a conference that's that challenging, then we have to face competition in the non-conference that's going to prepare us for a chance to win the Big 12. And so we're looking forward to it. You know, like you said, Coach Few, his his teams are always well coached. You know, transition defense is going to be a key. Um, as far as how tough they are, is going to be a key. And it's also going to be, you know, rebounding is going to be a key. So um, we we played against them a couple of years, and we've actually scrimmaged them in the past. I know my first year here, 10 years ago, we scrimmaged them. Um, well, not 10 years ago, seven years ago, we scrimmaged them. And, you know, it's it always prepares us for the Big 12 because he, he's an un- unbelievable coach. Seven years ago. I'm just trying to think what that would have been if that was around the time because then you all played them in the NCAA tournament one of those years. And I don't know if that yes. was before. Was that around that time? So it was uh, It was the second, my second year we played them in the NCAA tournament in South Lake City. Okay. Now, yeah. First year, Jonathan Motley's um, – Last year, it's, it's Rain White, um, senior year. Yeah. Yeah, they had uh, Brandon Clark. 
They had, they had yeah. that Rui uh, Hachimura. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, that, that was some, uh, that was a, that was a buzzsaw y'all ran into. Although that was a great, uh, I think y'all knocked off Syracuse to, uh, to make it to that game. And that was a team that really overachieved in a lot of ways. And so uh, it's, uh, it's been fun over the years. Well, this is a fun schedule. It's always fun to kind of start thinking about it and thinking about where you'll be and, and uh, and then that December 18th showcase with the women, Baylor women play at 6:30 in Dallas at the AAC, and the men play versus Washington State. And that's uh, what Coach Bennett comes from. That I mean, that's that's really interesting schedule because you you'll have a chance to play Virginia, and then his former team, Washington State, that's produced some great players over the years. I mean, that's just that's just a lot of there's a lot of fun stops on this schedule well alvin i've been excited to get to visit with you and um i uh, i appreciate it and let's do it again soon yes sir thank you